News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen here with you on this Thursday edition of Breaking with Brett Jensen. 704-570-1110, as always, is the telephone number. And guys, follow me on Twitter, X, whatever it is you want to call it, at Brett underscore Jensen. So earlier in the week on Monday was the 60th anniversary of CPCC, otherwise known as Central Piedmont Community College. And I had a chance to go sit down and talk with Dr. Candy Dietermeyer. She's the president over there at Central Piedmont. I just wanted to talk to her about the community college itself. I didn't realize how big it was. I knew it was big. And I was like, well, you know what? I think it's bigger than Winget when you include like the square footage of the buildings and the students. And I mean, I didn't realize there were 40 something thousand students that go there. But that seems to make sense, either full time or part time. But I talked to her earlier in the week about just Central Piedmont Community College and the impact it has on the community and, you know, where it's going from here. Hey, are they ever thinking about having sports teams like Gaston Colleges integrated and also junior colleges all over the Southeast and Midwest do? So I talked to Dr. Candy Dietermeyer about these very issues, and here's how this went. So over the last uh, week or so, what are the celebrations that have been going on here on campus? How have you celebrated? So yesterday was the official 60th. So 68 years of Central Piedmont, you know, serving this amazing community. And every day this week, we'll do something on one of our six campuses to celebrate with faculty, staff, and students, whether that's cake and ice cream or just today, part of our 60th, which we typically do, but we held it today. Um, we had our teaching faculty and teaching excellence awards and just were able to champion all the great work our faculty are doing with students. And then every year we do value awards based on our six core values and recognizing two individuals who carry out those core values on a, on a regular basis and recognize those uh, individuals. All of those awards are um, put up by their peers and so to be recognized as their peers. So it's really great that we held that as part of this week's celebration as well. Okay, so I kind of looked at you funny when you said six campuses. Explain that to me. Well, you, uh, before we started this, told me that you've only been on campus a couple times in your longevity here in Charlotte. I won't call out the years. I'll let you do that. Um, but over the course of the 60 years, the citizens um, of Mecklenburg County and, of course, the county commissioners have been great to the college. We have six campuses and two centers. And I know you said this campus, but right now it's really not one campus any longer. This, yes, the central campus gets a lot of attention because there's lots of buildings. It's kind of the center um, of what we do. But we have five suburban campuses spread out through Mecklenburg County from the north to the south. Um, and then we have a, the Cosmetology Center as well as WTVI as part of the college's footprint. So a lot of folks forget that we have built out six campuses across across the footprint of Mecklenburg County over the years. Talking with Dr. Candy Dietermeyer, the president here at Central Piedmont Community College. So let's test your history knowledge a little bit of the campus. Oh, no. So how big was the campus when it first opened up 60 years ago, to say maybe to compare to where it is now? It was quite small. You know, probably you were artist in my history. So a couple hundred students at the time, uh, two institutions came together and then we have built out from there and now 60 years later we have awarded over a hundred thousand credentials throughout the years and up to about 43,000 students again enrolled and lots of capacity to continue to invite people in to get a credential a degree so it's it's been a magnificent kind of trajectory upward i know when i was in school a thousand years ago that if you went to junior college or community college it was looked upon as a slight I mean, that was just the stigma. But where we are now in the society and everything else, 
that a lot of times now is the first choice and a lot of people believe the smart choice as opposed to going to a four-year school spending eighty thousand dollars to major in an occupation that's going to pay you thirty thousand dollars a year can you just talk about the transformation of what the thought process or the stigma of uh, a community college or a junior college i would love to so i this is my 32nd year in higher ed the majority of that minus two years has been at community colleges and I always said that I would never retire until the narrative about community colleges changed. So I probably still have several years to go. I do think we're on a different trajectory. There's lots of factions for that, factors for that probably. But I'm a community college graduate. And so I'm the fifth of five children, you know, raised by parents who are hardworking, you know, someone in construction, a bookkeeper. And um, I know what the community college did for me. And then, of course, I went on to transfer and, and have wound up hopefully doing great things. So the narrative that the majority of folks who come here just want to get a technical degree and go right to work, we do a lot of things around workforce and career training, absolutely, but that's only 30% of our enrollment. The majority of individuals who come to Central Piedmont have an intention to transfer and do. Um, many come here for just a credential, could last a year, could last a semester, and get great skills and then go out into the workforce. So I do think the narrative about what we do and how we do it and how well we do it um, is up on the upswing. And again, um, I've seen the transformation of thousands of people's lives over the years that I've been doing this, whether it be at Central Piedmont or other places. And the impact of that you just is transformational uh, for not only an individual, but for their families. So especially in Charlotte, when we talk about how do we take someone, give them skills, and give them a greater future in terms of socioeconomics, there's no greater place to do that. And the college is so affordable. You know, it's $76 a credit hour, to your point about how, how maybe unaffordable it is at other places. $76 a credit hour. I tell parents all the time, three credits, you can do the math. Times that by 60 hours if you want to do two years. And then it's, it's very affordable. The other part of what I think people miss is the strong partnership we have with Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. We have thousands of students that are dual enrolled. Um, getting their high school credential for sure, but also getting college credit at the same time. And that tuition is free and it's waived. If you are, see, you're looking at me funny again. I'm teaching you today, Brett. Um, that career and college promise dual enrollment pathway is a transformational pathway for a student. They get their high school credential, they earn college credit. Hopefully they'll stay and finish the two years degree and, and go into the workforce or if they want to go on to, a, to a, a four year institution. So you could leave with a two year degree that you didn't pay anything for it. The tuition is waived by the state as part of that partnership and then go on to a four year institution as a junior um, through the, our many articulation agreements with our, our four year partners. And that's two years paid for. And when we talk to families about that, they don't know either. So us working together with Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools to make sure more families know about that and students qualify is an absolute game changer. Thousands of students are already doing it. Talking with Dr. Candy Dietemeyer, the president here at Central Piedmont Community College. Junior college sports and community college sports is big across the southeast, football and basketball. Gaston College just brought it back in with basketball mm -hmm. Have you, and, and I think softball and baseball. Mm -hmm. Is that something that's ever been discussed or approached about here? So I get asked a lot um, over the years that I've been here. It'll be seven years in January that I've been here. I've been asked almost every month or every week that I've been on the job. 
So it does come up. Our students um, really want club sports, which we've done in an, uh, you know over the years. We used to have an athletics team um, many years ago, and so that was Sunset. So it is something that we've continued to look at, um, having conversations with students. How, where do we do that? Even though we have a large footprint throughout Mecklenburg County, you know, where would a good partnership be for fields? We certainly have a gym where we could probably do basketball. So those are ongoing conversations. As you know, it takes an incredible amount of investment to do athletics and to be competitive. Some great schools, as you mentioned, not only in the North Carolina Community College system, but as community colleges who have some very great teams. It is a great draw for students who want to continue to play um, and then you know, either work them, their way up uh, to a four-year. So it is something that we've, we've looked at. There's a lot of work to be done to make the case, so to speak. Is this the right time to do it? And then you know, how would you make that investment uh, to make sure that the program is sustainable as well as, um, you know, so that takes a little bit of work. I have been at an institution where they reinstituted it after many years, um, didn't have a great pro forma put together, and then after several years we had to sunset it again. That's a hard, um, and I had to do it when I was president at the other institution. That's hard to do. So let's make the case, where's the investment going to come from, and then how do you sustain it if we were ever to, to consider it again. Talking with Dr. Candy Dietemeyer, the president here at Central Piedmont Community College, what went in the process of actually buying like a public TV station? How did that come about? Because I had no idea, and I would bet a lot of people don't know that you guys actually own that. So the college actually didn't buy the station. Oh, okay. It was a partnership with Mecklenburg County. At the time, um, it was a county-owned station, and prior to my arrival, it's probably been, gosh, you're really doing my history now. It's, it's been in our repertoire for many years, maybe 12, 14, I'd have to go back and look. Um, so through that partnership, the college did take WTVI on. So it is under our umbrella. We are the only public broadcasting station in North Carolina that's not currently held by PBS North Carolina. Um, and so we have an overlap market, not only with them, but also one coming out of South Carolina and win the market a lot. So I'm very proud. It's an Emmy award-winning station. And so for many years, as I said, we have um, had WTVI as part of the public broadcasting system and as the station. And it's just another tool in our toolbox. I agree. I think they do some great programming. I'm glad to hear that you're a fan of our cooking show. That's good to know. Um, I hope you're a fan of our culinary program as well, because it's, uh, it's um, award-winning as well. And uh, you should come over and, and try it out sometime. Talking with Dr. Candy Dietemeyer, the president here at Central Piedmont Community College. Challenges. So we've talked a lot about the good things that have been going on and the things are getting you know, bigger and better. What are some of the biggest challenges that you faced and that you've faced maybe since you've been here that either A, you overcame or that you're still trying to face? So I always look at those as opportunities because we're in the opportunity business and it's always how you serve more students or how you serve the public in, a, in the community in a better way. So we have a huge footprint, as you know, the, 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 as I said, the voters and the citizens of Mecklenburg County and the County Commission have been extraordinary to us. And so the physical assets that we have throughout the county are unlike, I mean, you've seen the facilities here. They're unlike anything imaginable at a lot of community colleges across the country and certainly across the state. So how do you utilize those assets and resources to continue to train people, bring people in who either want one class, want to earn a credential, want to earn a degree? So that's a huge opportunity for us to continue to deepen our partnership with Charlotte-Mecklenburg Schools. I've had a couple of superintendents since I've been here, obviously, almost the last seven years. Dr. Hill and I have met. I think she's an extraordinary leader. Um, we've already, um, there, you know, there was some low-hanging fruit. We got an early college started this fall here on Central Campus. We have 
four middle colleges already throughout um, our suburban campuses. We're looking to turn those into from middle colleges to early colleges. So deepening that relationship can only be an opportunity for kids. It can only be an opportunity for CMS. It can only be an opportunity for Central Piedmont. What's good for them is going to be extraordinary for us. Um, I think certainly coming through the pandemic, any institution, whether you're in higher education, a business, um, there's lots of lessons learned about that. I will tell you, I've never been more proud of the hard work of faculty and staff to make sure it's, it is a business, but to make sure that the impact that we were making around teaching and learning and individuals continuing to create opportunities for individuals during that, uh, it, the, the work that they were able to do was extraordinary. At Central Piedmont, that was compounded because we had um, a disruption, uh, a technology disruption that was pretty, pretty severe. So we were managing what most folks would consider two crises at once for a period of time. We didn't look at it that way. Um, we had already learned some lessons from the pandemic. We applied those to the second. And again, the incredible work of faculty and leadership and staff to continue to serve students in this community. When we, we look, there's a word beyond pivot that we were able to do, managing both of those at the same time. And so those are some of the opportunities that we've come through. Um, I would say the biggest one, and I'm not going to mention finances, because there's always going to be a, an opportunity around when will we have a state budget or look even during the pandemic the opportunity for us we were in the middle of a major comprehensive campaign the largest in the history of the college the goal was 40 million even through that we were able to raise over 66 million dollars none of that was for facilities we needed to look beyond facilities and say what are really the goalposts all of those resources are going to be put toward supporting students supporting teaching and learning to supporting emergent needs that are happening every day on the campus. And so to do all of that in the midst of my almost seven year tenure is nothing but opportunity. Are there things that I wish we could have done differently? Of course, but I will tell you the faculty, the staff and the leadership of this institution have just been remarkable. And the leaders who volunteer to serve on our board or the foundation board are just so generous and supportive. And so I see nothing but opportunity and the biggest opportunity we have is every individual in this community who wants an opportunity to better themselves, get a different skill, go back to school, change jobs, think differently, grow as an individual. There's no institution in Charlotte-Mecklenburg that I think can do that better than Central Piedmont. And so the doors are wide open because remember we're an open door institution. You don't have to take an SAT or an ACT. You don't have to, we take everybody. And the doors are always wide open at every one of those campuses, even the ones you don't remember or know about, right? <laughs> so that is part one of my interview with Dr. Candy Dietemeyer, the president over there at CPCC, Central Piedmont Community College. Part two will be up tomorrow, and there are a lot of interesting things about that one as well. But I did think it was interesting what she had to say about sports. I mean, everyone wants sports. UNCC did it. UNC Charlotte did it. They really wanted to add football to that program. And now look at it 10 years later. And like I said, Gaston College just put in basketball and I think girls softball. So it's a thing that people think can help generate money. And I think it would be interesting to see if they actually try to incorporate it over there. Okay, so when we come back, let's talk about a couple other things before we send you off into the night. I'm Brett Jensen and you're listening to Breaking with Brett Jensen.